0: Welcome in to the Fun Astrology and Merriman Market Analyst podcast for Saturday, reading the MMACycles.com free weekly newsletter published by Ray Merriman, the Dean of Financial Astrology, and a little bit sombering as we say for the week beginning September 11th, 2023. May we never forget. In fact, before we talk about much less important things, why don't we just take a second to say a little prayer in our heart for the families who still feel the pain. Amen, and so it is. And by the way, not on that note, but on another personal note from Ray Merriman, there is quite a story at the end of today's newsletter. You'll want to stick around for that. Now, let's take a look at the financial news for this week and, boy, a Neptune in Pisces article to start things off from the Wall Street Journal from September 8th. This is so appropriately titled Economic Data Lead Markets and Governments Astray. Revisions to economic data are widespread and normal, but occasionally the revisions are so big that they upend our shared understanding of what's going on. The problem isn't new, but it is getting worse. Timely data is typically based on surveys, and even companies can't be bothered to fill in surveys anymore. Early reporting of figures that are later revised away can send investors in entirely the wrong direction. It can embed an understanding of the economy that takes a long time to be corrected. And at worst, it can lead to the misallocation of capital and influence government policy Or interest rates and then this from CNBC on Thursday hackers linked to North Korea have stolen hundreds of millions of crypto to fund the regimes nuclear weapons programs research shows in recent years there has been a marked rise in the size and scale of cyber attacks against cryptocurrency related businesses by North Korea said TRM labs in a June discussion with North Korea experts And then this from September 5th, CNBC.com, a deeply divided Congress returned Tuesday from a month-long summer vacation with the clock ticking to pass spending legislation to avoid a government shutdown and boost U.S. emergency response funding following multiple natural disasters. The U.S. government will shut down at midnight on September 30th if Congress fails to pass spending legislation. Now, this week's commentary from Ray, the unusual phenomenon of seven planets either being retrograde or just changing direction continues to disrupt financial markets and produce unclear thoughts about the future of world economies. It is a very choppy, uncertain field of play right now, and it may continue to frustrate both traders and investors alike until at least September 15th, when the trickster, Mercury retrograde, will end its current cycle and turn direct. This would normally be a cause for relief, except there is another U.S. debt ceiling impasse looming ahead on September 30th that could, once again, shut down the government, just in time for the Sun-Mars conjunction in November that has a high correlation to severe sell-offs in world equity markets within eight degrees of exactness. So that puts October, November, and December in range. With Mars now in Libra through October 11th, investors may ignore this threat until the last minute, thinking once again that lawmakers will find a way to avoid hysteria. I'm not sure they'll succeed this time, not before November. World financial markets seemed very chaotic and random during the past few weeks, but they actually moved very much in sync with the retrograde Venus cycle, July 22nd through September 3rd. That is, many global stock indices made their yearly highs within a week of Venus turning retrograde. Most of them then fell hard into August 17th through 23rd as the retrograde brigade started. Most markets had a secondary rally into September 1st through the 4th as Venus turned direct, and then started another sell-off at the end of the week as Jupiter turned retrograde September 4th, and was also a benefactor of a trine from the Sun on September 8th. Normally, one would expect the rally to have continued into the Jupiter-highlighted period of September 4th through 8th, but then again, Mercury is retrograde. The dates on that, August 23rd through September 15th. And the trickster often does just the opposite of what one expects during its prime-time shenanigan days in the spotlight. So now the question is whether the Venus direct highs of September 1st through 4th were not secondary, but primary cycle highs that will be followed by a multi-month sell-off. Or were they just the first leg up in a new bull run? making the decline into late last week a corrective low followed by a bullish impulse? We may not have that answer until the spotlight on the trickster is turned off at the end of this week. The choppiness and uncertainty corresponding to the abundance of retrograde planets are noticeable in other markets, too. Gold and silver made important cycle highs on July 20th as Venus turned retrograde and, with important lows around August 15th through 17th, as the retrograde shower, along with a storm of Uranus signatures, began. But like stocks, gold and silver also could only muster a secondary high into Venus direct, and started falling once again into the latter part of the week. Was the September 1st high only a corrective rally, or was the decline late last week just a corrective type in a new bull run? Only the trickster knows. But we should all know shortly, for the trickster's battery is about to run out of juice. In terms of markets, it all comes down to the currencies, and in particular, the U.S. dollar. The dollar has been rising steadily since Venus turned retrograde, while the euro has fallen steadily from its peak of July 18th, just before Venus turned retrograde. That run may be about to end now that Venus is turning direct. If so, we could see a shift in many financial markets as the U.S. dollar reverses and starts a decline. Venus, after all, is one of the co-rulers of currencies. It's no wonder that the currency markets are the place to watch closely under Venus retrograde. Currencies peaked as Venus turned retrograde and then went straight down until last week when she turned direct. The world of finance may be returning to a semblance of order. Of course, the dysfunctional nature of U.S. politics can still serve as a disruptor to that order as we approach the powerful geocosmic signatures of October and, particularly, November. Now, the short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts, a quote from John Molden, Noble Sacrifices, September 2, 2023. After reading Tocqueville's book on the French Revolution, the emperor's brother... Grand Duke Constantine remarked, If we do not carry out a peaceful and complete revolution with our own hands, it will inevitably happen without us and against us. End quote. Mars is in Libra now, August 27th through October 11th. This is like war, Mars, and peace, Libra. Aggression and diplomacy. Rash decision-making versus indecisiveness. Markets usually like this combination because there is much talk about the need to do something, but very little effort as the urgency of the moment gets lost over the delay of time. Everybody sees the need for action, but there is no consensus on what that action should be. But still, markets usually go up as long as there is hope. The hope is dashed if nothing gets done, however, by the time Mars enters Scorpio and then there is hell to pay by those who stood in the way of progress when it had the chance to advance. As Grand Duke Constantine remarked in the quote above, if we do not carry out a peaceful and complete revolution with our own hands, it will inevitably happen without us and against us. Shorter term, Mercury turns direct September 15th, followed by Venus square Jupiter September 17th, and the Sun-Neptune opposition of September 19th. These signatures are likely to coincide with a change of trend in crude oil, but they do not lend much clarity in terms of politics. There could be hot rumors afloat, maybe even a scandal, so traders need to be aware of the 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 buy-the-rumor-sell-the-fact or vice-versa mentality. But it's really during October and November when the geocosmic patterns have the most intense narratives ready to release. And in that time frame, gold is usually quite active and bullish. And we will be covering this correlation closely in our monthly, weekly, and daily reports. And now, as promised, personal stories from Ray Merriman. A couple of quotes to get us going from foxbusiness.com September 6th. The popular Italian city of Venice has approved guidelines Tuesday for charging daily visitors a $5.50 entrance fee next year. The aim is to disincentivize daily tourism in certain periods, in line with the fragility and uniqueness of the city, the news agency quoted Venice as saying in a statement. And then this from none other than Jimmy Buffett, Growing Older But Not Up, 1981, Some people never find it, some only pretend. But I just want to live, happily ever after, now and then. Ray says it has been an interesting summer. It was actually a wake-up call for me personally. About a month ago, I wrote about being sick, really sick, like COVID sick. It lasted all of four days, but that wasn't the problem. It was a series of issues that were more ergonomic. Muscular skeletal problems, from sitting too long in front of the computer. One thing would get cured, and then another would start, beginning from mid-May and finally ending in late August. That's a long time to be struggling. I'm good now. Thank you for all your well wishes, too. But here's the thing that woke me up. My astro twin is Jimmy Buffett one of the best-selling musicians of all time in the tropical island and rock genre. Now, I've never been a big fan of Jimmy Buffett. I'm not of the Margaritaville clan, but I watched him over the last several decades because, well, I'm an astrologer, and I figured whatever happened to him could happen similarly to me. Our cycles of growth and success in business were close in time, though his was quite on a larger scale, like he was Jupiter. And I was Mercury. So, when I read, he passed away last week, I'd just come out of my summer of intense health challenges. So I thought, maybe it's time for me to step back a bit and enjoy this lifetime and the people in it before it passes by. I remember the great astrologer Chakrapani Yulal telling me upon our first meeting, you will not die in your sleep. I was devastated. What? No, he said, you will die while working. Oh, hallelujah, I thought. That's wonderful. But now I'm not so sure. By the way, another interesting side note to my first consult with him happened when he asked me what I do. I told him I study astrology in the financial markets and that I was a financial market timer. Then he asked me if I knew, and he tried to remember the person's name. Maybe it was Mary. He said, wait a minute, are you... And we both had a good laugh as he realized that I was the financial market timer astrologer that he was going to refer me to. (laughs) Now back to my incredible summer, which, as always, I spent in Europe with my lovely wife Antonia Langsdorff. So last week, Antonia and I took a trip. We had the pleasure of meeting and dining with three of the most impressive mundane astrologers in the world and our dear friends. Christoph Schubert Weller and Christoph Niederweiser of Germany and Claude Weiss of Zurich. It was very special to each of us. On the fourth day, we boarded a plane to Venice, Italy for three days. But on our first night there, as we were checking into this fabulous hotel, Antonia's luggage was stolen, right there in this luxury hotel. I won't go into the details, but Antonia had a second iPhone in that stolen luggage with a tracking device. With the aid of four policia, we ran through the dark streets of Venice into a very seedy section where there was a compound of actors with costumes in the hallway straight out of Tom Cruise's movie Eyes Wide Shut. You know, the Beak Man? It was eerie, but the tracking device said the luggage was right in this area. The policia asked us to move to a safer section of this dark and dreary compound while they investigated. A half hour later, they came out and asked us to identify a bag which contained most of Antonia's jewelry. It was there. The luggage had been found. Moral of the story? Put a tracking device in all of your luggage, especially if traveling to Italy. Deeper moral? Track your own life and the things that you value in this life. As far as Venice itself, it was very crowded. Too many tourists, and yes, I know, I was one of them, but it made it hard to enjoy. I preferred meeting and dining with three great astrologers the prior week. Well, that's my story for this week. I don't know how long I will live in this physical temple I have nurtured all these years, but I do know that now I will try to make sure that I don't pass to the cloud while working. And if I do, I hope it will be upon the completion of whatever book I am writing. I wouldn't want to stop the story halfway through. And I don't want to stop this story before experiencing the Aries Vortex of 2023 through 2026. It feels like my duty, my dharma, to help us get there first, with an understanding and gratitude of how the cycles of human activity do indeed correlate with the cycles of the cosmos. You now have the subtext of the forecast 2024 book that I am starting to write. And you know, the folks at Merriman have been so amazing and Ray has been so amazing to work with. And they've given me just a little bit of latitude to crack my mouth open at the end of this. And <laughs> I would just say this in the little over about a year that I've been reading these newsletters and then did some audiobooks with Ray. He and his folks are absolutely a delight to work with. They are the real deal. He is in person just as genuine as he comes across in his recordings. And maybe this is a reminder, too, that, Ray, we will not take one more day or one more paragraph of your work for granted. And we appreciate all that you do. We wish you many more years past the Aries Vortex. Now, there are announcements in the newsletter. If you'd like to read those for yourself, MMACycles.com. Fun Astrology, folks, we will be doing Level Up tomorrow, Sunday night, and we'll be back on Monday to celebrate the last week of Mercury Retrograde starting on Monday on the podcast. Have a great weekend.